Welcome to the MIS Podcast. Greetings, MIS community, and welcome to another episode of the MIS Podcast. We are so happy that we have been able to maintain in-person instruction at school for the past 15 weeks. Today, I am joined in the studio by two people who are experts on the topic of learning at MIS. I'm privileged to have Ms. Kylan Hayes from grade 10 and Ms. Lisa Eftemescu from grade 11. Welcome to both of you. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Uh, Kylan, would you like to introduce yourself first? Sure. So uh, my name is Kylan Hayes. I've been here since ninth grade, so I moved here last year. Before I moved here, I lived in a small German village called Speinshaut, and that's where I grew up. And we moved to Garmisch last year, so this was my first big move. Okay. Wow. Um, and how long have you been at the school? So just since last year, so two years now, almost. Almost two years. Okay. All right. Great. And Lisa, tell listeners a little bit about yourself. I'm Lisa Eftimescu. I'm from Romania, uh, but I was born here in Germany. And I started at MIS in first grade, so I've been here for 11 years almost. Okay, a lifer. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So the development of this MIS podcast is following the construction of our new fitness and athletics building, our FAB. If you've had the pleasure of being on campus in the last few weeks, then you've seen that the external structure of the building is complete. The massive wooden beams that hold up the roof have been installed, and before long, the facade will be added too. As we engage in these final steps of construction, we're eager to look at the final stages of an MIS education. Those final years are spent in what we call our senior school. The senior school comprises grades 9, 10, 11, and 12, and it's where students complete the final two years of the middle years program, including the e-assessments, and the two years of the IB diploma program. I'm very interested to hear about how our two guests experience life in our senior school. Perhaps we can start by having you share with our listeners some of your favorite learning experiences in senior school. Kylan, I'll go to you first. So one of my favorite experiences was probably the grade 10 grade retreat that we did just this year. The first year I was here, it was canceled because of Corona, but the second year we had it and we all got to know each other a lot better and our grade grew together and we found that we had a lot more in common than we initially realized. I think it really shows that one year we went on a grade retreat and one year we didn't, just in the way we all get along now. The grade retreat really helped bring us together and we developed teamwork and leadership skills. And the differences in our just our grade community have changed drastically. And it was really cool that we were able to have it even with Corona. So it was a very cool experience. Mm -hmm. So what's one thing you did on that trip? So we went kayaking for like mm -hmm. eight hours and we got put into little groups and you were kind of forced to like interact with people you might not usually, so not your close friends. And mm -hmm. that was really cool to just talk to other people that you don't usually talk to and get to know them a bit. Mm -hmm. So chit chat on the river. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. And Lisa, what about you? A learning experience in the senior school. Well, I also really enjoyed um, the grade retreats. I went in ninth grade and then this year we had a canyoning trip one day and a tour or a treasure hunt in Munich the other day. But what I really like about MIS is the way it fosters interactive learning, even in an environment as stressful as high school and the DP can be. Mm -hmm. So we don't just 
they don't just foster interactive learning with experiments or labs. We're taught to question ideas and think about the consequences to things and discuss issues with our teachers, not just listen to what they're saying. So in history, for example, we're not taught to memorize facts or information. We're taught to look at how information is gathered and the impact that that can have on history and the perspectives and biases that occur. And I also really enjoy this in English because uh, we don't just analyze pieces together. We work as a group and we gain insight on other people's ideas and ways of thinking. And we do interactive things such as for when we were studying Macbeth, we stood up and we acted out the piece. And in doing so, we actually learned about uh, theater a little bit and we just explored the story in a different way that gave us more insight into what it actually consisted of. And then this ultimately helped us write our final essays when we do have to analyze and uh, do those assessments that the IB prescribes us. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. So they're inter um, activating your thinking in lots of different ways. Yeah, exactly. Okay, very cool. Um, I think our listeners might be interested to hear about some of the, the special aspects of learning in the senior school. Um, Kylan, I think you're most of the way through the personal project now. Um, that's a major milestone for students in grade 10. Would you be willing to share a little bit about what the personal project is and what you chose to do for the personal project? So we just finished the personal project, I want to say about a week and a half ago. Um, so the beginning was quite a while ago. But um, it's a project where every individual chooses something that they want to do. And it can be anything, although it does have to connect to personal interest. But it can really be anything from writing a book to making a movie to making a knife. I mean, it can be anything. And so the first thing that you do is decide on a product that you want to do. And once you've chosen that, you talk about your ATL skills that you're going to develop during the project. And then you develop your product. And at the end, there's a really cool exhibition where people get to view your product and you get to show off what you did. And this year, there was it was a very cool exhibition. Some people had some really cool projects, like one of my personal favorites. One person made a like a speaker system from scratch, which was really cool. And someone else used blacksmithing skills to make a knife. Mm -hmm. But what I did is I chose to write a blog reviewing books that I'd read. Mm -hmm. And I've been posting on it ever since I started. Okay. Do you think you'll continue it? I think so, but I think it might be the kind of thing where I continue it for a little while, but not forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but okay. as of right now, yes. <laughs> okay. Very nice. And Lisa, you're a survivor of the grade 10 e-assessments. Um, those are the examinations at the end of grade 10 that lead to the MYP certificate, um, which is an equivalent to the German Mittlere Reife and to the British GCSEs. Could you tell us a bit about the e-assessments and a bit about how you experienced them? I think survivor is definitely a good word choice <laughs> in this situation. Um, I actually had a really good experience with the exams. It was interesting to get an insight to what exams are like because we haven't really done them before. And it was a first like proper taste of what it was. So we did an examination in English, science, math, where you had two options, either extended math or standard, a humanities, which can be history, geography, or integrated humanities. And um, for me, I also did another language exam, which was German because I take German uh, as a first language. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely a stressful experience, especially because we were in hybrid learning or distance learning for a lot of the time. But in doing them, I found that it wasn't as much as 
I expected it to be. It wasn't as difficult as I expected it to be. It seems so monumental and insurmountable, but when you're actually doing it, you take it one step at a time and you study for one exam and then you do one exam and then you get to the next bridge and you cross it. And I found that it wasn't quite as difficult as I had feared it would be just in even finding the time to study and revise and learn for everything. So I think it was definitely a good experience and it definitely prepared me for uh, what will now come in a year and a half with the DP. Oh, good. Well, I'm gl- really glad to hear that. Um, I know that a lot of students are really anxious about the looming IB exams. And if the MYP ones helped put that in perspective a bit, then I think that's really useful. Yeah, that definitely helped me because it's a big fear of mine that you get to the end of 12th grade and then it seems like everything you've worked for for 12 years is just uh, put in one exam or a couple of exams and those decide your life. But I think you realize eventually that that's not the case. And even if you don't do as well in one exam as you might hope, there's still several other exams and other assessments that comprise your final grade and they don't affect your life as much as you think they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of the end, um, you two are nearing slowly uh, the end of your time at MIS, and that means that you'll move on to other great things. Um, I suspect, give, being that you're in grade 10 and 11, that you've give, given some thought to the future. Um, could you talk a little bit about the thoughts that you're having and about the resources at MIS that are supporting you to explore your options? So I think that I'm, my hope is to play football or soccer, whatever you want to call it, um, at an American university. Mm-hmm. My first choice would be Northwestern University, but who knows? Um, after that, I'm not really sure yet. There are kind of a lot of options and it's really hard to narrow it down, especially when we have, like, I'm in a really privileged position where I could do whatever I wanted, which is really great, but a lot of pressure to try to decide what to actually pursue. Mm -hmm. Um, my, my dream would be to play professional soccer or football, but we, I mean, things happen. So, but a more conventional career um, thing I might want to do, I would be really interested in being a psychologist. Mm-hmm. But when I said that the cha- things, the choices vary a lot, they really do. I decided on psychology this morning on the bus, so it changes a lot. Um, and the resources supporting me are definitely the counselors. I mean, I've already been to talk to the counselors, and she had, or my counselor had a lot of recommendations that were really helpful. And I think the administration is really supportive. And then I think I have a few really good teachers who I could count on for some really good recommendation letters. Mm-hmm. So do you play soccer here at the school? Uh, I do. I play for a club outside of school. And then Mm -hmm. whenever I have a free weekend, I try to play with the school too. (laughs) Oh, great. And how about you, Lisa? Have you given thought to your future? So I'm definitely very creatively inspired. I enjoy a lot of different creative activities Mm -hmm. and they've always been a huge part of my life. And I think part of the reason for that is also the school, because even in first grade and in junior school and in middle school, we were always encouraged to do creative things as long as as long with learning um, for our subject. So right now I'm looking into going into acting. I'm really mm-hmm. interested in that, but I also really enjoy directing and creative writing. So I'm not quite sure what direction I'll actually end up going into. And like I said, MIS fosters this passion really well. There's so many different opportunities we have to be creative. Even within our curriculum, I take higher level theater, which is a great opportunity for me to learn more about not just acting, but also directing and designing plays and everything that goes into that. And uh, my English classes as well and the different clubs that are available at school. Mm -hmm. And I've also always been a part of different after school activities. 
Um, there's usually a play or a musical that you can participate in every year, and that's a really fun experience. Right now, we're actually working on Arabian Nights, which is going to be performed in around February, mm-hmm. if possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, fingers crossed. And I also um, recently helped with the middle school play, which was Zombies, and that was an amazing experience because I got to actually help create um, the piece and how it would run. I got to direct one of the scenes, and that was really cool because I'd never done something like something like that before where it was such a large uh, scale performance and yeah I also worked on Grisha's Cup in ninth and 10th grade uh, and that's basically um, uh, it's basically a competition though I think they've changed it now where it's just a festival where essentially the um, there's small groups formed and they create 10 minute pieces and then there's one person directing those pieces and then you perform them in front of an audience after a couple of weeks and it's a really incredible experience because once again, you get to take on a more active role in a play or a piece. You don't have to just um, act in it. You can also direct it or you can help with the stage design and do whatever you want. And that's something really cool that we get to explore at the school. <laughs> so you're doing all of that and the academic work too. Yeah, it's a lot sometimes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so that leads, I think, to a really good question. And that is, you two are both really active um, and you're really successful academically. And I'm sure there are lots of students who would like to follow a similar path as they go through the senior school. Would you happen to have any advice that you could give to maybe future students or to families who have kids who might be joining the senior school? What is the secret to your success? So I know that this is something that every teacher has been telling you since grade eight, but it's really so important to just have your time managed out and have a half an hour when you go home and just get your homework out of the way so you can work on long-term projects. I mean, as someone with like a crazy busy schedule, but still wanting to do really well academically, of course, I have to like use the bus rides and the train rides and all that. And if I didn't have it planned out, there's no way I could like hold myself accountable. So maybe just like buying a planner or something like that And then another thing I might do if you're not really passionate about a certain like subjects because we get choices for some subjects we want to choose. If you're not really passionate about some, I might take independent study just to get that extra work time because especially in 10th grade, it gets crazy with personal project and e-assessments and e-portfolios. So just maybe having that class period during the week, it's a small regret that I definitely have. Maybe it would have made my life easier to take that. Mm And then I think signing up for sports, maybe, I mean, you might not be a huge sports person, but just getting to know people and having more shared experiences outside of like class and school and getting to know people who they are outside of school. I think it's really good to get to know your peers that way and definitely helps you to make friends, especially if you're at a new school. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And how about you, Lisa? I agree. I think that being organized and having a structured life is really important. It sounds like a cliche, but it's true. When you have a lot of power, you also have a lot of responsibility. And even if you're not given a huge amount of power in senior school, you have more than you might have had in middle school. So you're more in charge of your learning, your grades, and your homework. And that responsibility, if it's not going well, also falls on you. Now, I don't want to scare you, but... Um, of course, you also have teachers to help you. It's just your responsibility to remember that if you do need help from a teacher or counselor, you have to take the initiative and get that help. I think another issue I also really struggled with was procrastination. I My mindset used to be that I could leave it for the last moment and get it done then because I wasn't going to enjoy doing it anyway. But in the end, that builds up a lot of stress and sometimes you don't get the result you're looking for. And once you get to 10th grade and you get to the IB, it's just not an option anymore. 
So it took me a long time, but I eventually feel like I cracked the code a little bit. And what I found that really helps me is splitting up my tasks. So when I have a lab report, for example, in 10th grade, they're split up into about four sections and under each you have to do a certain part of the task. So what I would do is a week before the deadline, I would uh, give myself a certain day and I would do one section every day. And then what seems like a huge project is actually split up into such small sections that you can get it done in 15 minutes or half an hour. And then you have free time then. And on the last day, right before it's due, you won't be as stressed either. And it also gives you some time to check in with your teachers or your friends if you don't understand a part of the project. Because if you're doing it at one in the morning, the day it's due, you can't email your teachers. They won't <laughs> be very happy with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hmm. Sounds like you might have had experience with that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So that's some really great advice. Um, I really like thinking ahead about how you're going to get your work done and planning it carefully and thinking about making use of things like bus rides and train rides and things like that. Um, and definitely the big P, procrastination. Um, yeah, even for heads of school, that can be a challenge. So um, definitely, you know, working on breaking down tasks into smaller bits and rewarding yourself when you get bits and pieces of it done and convincing yourself that you're making progress toward the final goal. Yeah, really good advice. Thank you. How about anything else? Is there anything else that you think is different or special or unique uh, about the senior school that you think is worth sharing with our audience? So I went to German school for 10 years before I came here. So that was definitely a very different experience. And two of the things that have stood out the most here was all the cool events that student council plans. They're a really fun way to get to know, again, just your friends and just different people who you don't see that often. And then probably the number one would be services action. Everyone, I mean, there are some people who just do something to do something because you have to, but if you properly take advantage of it and do something that you are interested in or are passionate about, it can be a really great experience. And personally, I'm doing uh, the Tanzania project this year and I'm so excited and I think it's going to be really cool. And I would encourage people to try to find something that they're like really interested, something where they really think they can make a difference. Mm -hmm. And will you travel to Tanzania? I will at the end of the year. We already started mm -hmm. doing a bake sale to raise money this week. So that's why it was the first thing on my mind. <laughs> All right. Very interesting. And how about you, Lisa? Well, I'm actually in student council, so thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm glad you're enjoying our events. Um, and speaking of those, you know, shameless self-promo, we are doing Women's Empowerment Month again mm -hmm. next January. So there will be lots of activities in school and on our social media at Munich Stuco. That's M-U-N-I-C-H-S-T-U-C-O. Uh, on Instagram. So if you're interested in that, there's lots of fun different activities planned and we're really excited about that. But what I'm really passionate about is actually mental health. I think so many people put so much pressure on themselves, especially in senior school, especially once you get to the IB and you realize that these things do matter for the end of um, your high school journey and the end of your journey in school, maybe even. And the issue that often comes with that is burning out. I think when you put so much pressure on yourself and you try to get everything done, you try to participate in a hundred different clubs and do all of your homework to a perfect standard, you end up burning out and then all your motivation goes away. And I think that people don't value their mental health enough. And I think mm -hmm. they don't value how important it is to take care of yourself and maybe skip the one 
homework assignment because it's so much more important to make sure you're looking out for yourself. So I really recommend also taking the time to build friendships, to build relationships, even with your family, and to take just a little bit of time away from your studies and from school to focus on what matters to you. Because otherwise, in the end, even though you might be trying to do really well and do perfectly in school, as a consequence, when you're burnt out, you might suffer more than you might have if you don't do the one homework assignment and spend some time with your family instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. That really reflects um, two things that are really big priorities for us and are, are right in our mission statement. Um, so, Kylan, you know, what you mentioned was service. And one of our one of our big hopes for all of our students is that they grow up to be ethical contributors in the world and really think about the role they play in the lives of other people. And so I'm really glad that you mentioned that. Um, And Lisa, as you're probably aware, we also want everybody to grow up to be healthy, balanced individuals. And so mental health is also something that really is at the core of what we hope we're doing with students. And so I can only um, echo what the two of you are saying, that that's, that's really important to us. And I'm really glad to hear that that's something that stands out to you and that you're prioritizing as well. So that really makes me feel proud. Okay, well, I think that's all the questions for today. So I hope that the listeners have gotten some sense of what our MIS Senior School is all about. I want to thank Ms. Lisa Eftemescu and Ms. Kylan Hayes for your time here and for all of your thinking and your advice to all of our listeners. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. It was a great experience to be on this yeah, podcast. Definitely. All right. So I look forward to inviting future guests to the podcast because as the fitness and athletics building continues on its journey toward completion, we will continue to look at different aspects of a Munich International School education. Next up, we'll be looking at social and emotional learning across the entire school. I look forward to more engaging conversations with fabulous guests, and I hope that you'll join us at that time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.